and welcome to the Common Briefing Program, where a monthly news podcast that everyone listens to. That's a joke, but we are part of the Common Geeking Program, where each month we try to bring you the hottest headlines uh, and most interesting stories from uh, from geek news. Just gotta keep you keep keep your keep your whistle wetted, keep your palate. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Thanks for that sound. Uh, <laughs> okay, where, okay. where we uh, go through and we just try to pick out the headlines of what's going on. And it's been a little hit and miss for the last few months. And February decided to be a dense ass boy. Right. Yeah. February, such a short month, so much news. So this is going to be sort of a lightning round where we're going to talk about the stuff that we found the most interesting. And yeah, I don't. I don't know if we had to any, our ability. Uh, I don't know if we actually left in any dialogue last month about us choosing to uh, to not cover a big story because it technically happened in like the first day of February, even though it was yeah, the we ran out of time aired, but... on the last recording, and we were like, let's just kick this story into <laughs> next month, and, and this and, month and now, blew and up. now it's like, oh man, I think I might have to cut this story for time. Who knows? Yeah. So uh, to introduce ourselves, in case you're just joining us, my name is Colin. I tend to host these geeky news affairs. Uh, and here in my editor's room of journalistic I'm... integrity uh, is uh, <laughs> introduce yourselves. It's me. It's Jeff. It's still me. It's going to continue <laughs> to be me. I'm here. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about this month. Hi, I'm Timo. Or chowder, whichever you prefer. Classic. Hi, I'm Pat. And I'm still Pat. I am just absolutely <laughs> astounded by the enthusiasm being brought to this program, this piece Listen, of entertainment. We, we don't uh, have enough time to each have our own little bits that we insert here. We got the we got the fucking hard hitting news stories to get to. We're just trying to streamline the whole. Process. We just need to change. We just need to change I'm also our approach. Just sick. Oh well, that does so, suck. Um, woof. we could just change our approach and all speak like very nasally transatlantic 50s news reporters and we'll just fly through the stories at that speed <laughs> oh that's that's how you do it you just put on that act that accent and then suddenly you can speak 12 times as fast i didn't know that's how I was yeah here I mean, i'll yeah, do it right now it is. breaking news new rpg <laughs> set of the world at the last airbender blah, 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 blah. and then you just keep going down the list you know that's it's that's just, funny because there was one of those guys in in cora in cora, cora yes yeah. yep yeah. that worked out <laughs> fine um so uh, before we dive in, quick vibe check. I know Pat's feeling sick. Pobre Pat. Uh, Jeff and Chatter, how are you guys feeling today? I'm vibing. I'm more just feeling anxious about, you know, being able to uh, to eloquently get out all of the news stories that I have. Because this is roughly like, I don't know, like 12 times the number of stories I usually have per month. Like, usually I join and I'm like... Usually your stories are limited to Transformers Exists. Well, not even necessarily, but sometimes I join these episodes <laughs> and I'm like, well, if you need another person, I'll find something to talk about, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> your cup overfloweth. Chowder, how are you feeling yeah. today? I'm tired. Dude, I feel that. I've been <laughs> yeah, so drained. I'm basically working three jobs now. And like, I don't know. I I uh I guess I should have expected that that would be a lot more work than one job. Still hits different. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Sure sure is. Sure is a different experience. And uh this past weekend was just 12 hours of work back to back to back. And today I finally got to sink my sink my toes into the sands of destiny. Uh, and that's one of the things I'm going to be talking about. Oh, you mean Destiny the game. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. The Sands of Destiny is maybe a little too uh, big brain like, for where I am right now. What a strange fucking thing to say right there. <laughs> uh, Patty Cakes, you doing okay over there, buddy? Yeah, I mean, besides the fact that I feel like I have to cough every three seconds. but That does we'll suck. Fix it in, we'll fix it in yep. post. Uh, I will just <laughs> make anti-cough sounds by sucking, and I'll overlay those with pats, and they'll cancel each other out. So let's test it. I'll go, <gasps> Pat, you make a cough sound. <coughs> See? You didn't even hear it. Canceled each other there out. Perfect. Oh, my goodness. All righty. So, now, do, uh, it, do it at the same time. Three, three two, two, one. I'm not fucking doing this. Aw, <gasps> oh, damn. Okay. Huh, I actually couldn't hear Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still heard Colin, so I don't know if that's any better. I just need to bring All mine right, down a bit. Let's fucking go. Okay, let's go. All right, so I'm yeah. going to kick it off. So first thing, top of the list, let's start it off with some good vibes. Joss Whedon, that's been fun. That, that's so, good vibes? The exact opposite of good oh. vibes. Sarcastically good vibes. I, I, so uh, I, I, Joss... I 
Yeah. No, yeah. No. Joss Whedon, the guy who made Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, uh, Firefly, Dollhouse, The Avengers. The Marvel stuff. Oh, uh, oh, so many things that I like. So many so very many good things. And yeah. and uh, over the last couple of years, Ray Fisher, who played Cyborg in Justice League, which uh, Joss Whedon took over. Uh, Ray Fisher has been saying, yo, that dude made working on this movie a fucking nightmare. And nobody has backed him up. And then he just got fired from the Flash movie. I don't know if he's fired from all Warner Brothers things, but after that, people started coming out and saying, hey, this is bad. And um, this has happened before. So a lot of stories came out from stars of... Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, particularly uh, Charisma Carpenter. Uh, and I can't remember the name of the other woman who uh, there was a rule that he wasn't allowed to lo- own in a room with her when she was 16. Um, what the? Yeah, oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah wow, that, that was a rule sense. on the set. I'm, I'm scrolling through. I have a few different wow, stories was, open and I lost track bad, of the name. But this is just worse. Hold on. I'm, I'm yeah, going to like, Google this for you. Yeah, so there are there uh, essentially uh, Charisma Carpenter was pregnant at the time and like got really berated and harassed for it because of how it interfered or could have interfered with uh production um so this has led to a lot of sort of anecdotal things coming out with people saying like yeah he's just kind of a dick and is mean to the women on set and brags about uh making them feel stressed or belittled uh to stay in control of the situation and Gross. a lot of this stuff is a series of allegations right now. It's still kind of fresh and still kind of developing, so we'll see where it goes. But a very bad feeling. Um, honestly, I think my biggest frustration with with how this unfolded is that Ray Fisher has been, like, he, he got Warner Brothers to investigate it. He has been very vocal that Joss Whedon created a, a very unpleasant and difficult a work environment on Justice League, and it, it took this for people to finally start speaking yeah. out about it. That does not belittle the fact that the people speaking out on their stories, like, they face their own challenges with that, but to see, like, a year and a half of silence as one dude is screaming into the void, um, yeah. it's it, it's a little disheartening, and then even more so to find out, like, oh, there's a lot of people that might have stories to tell. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess, like, if it were just Justice League and if it were just like, oh, he made it working on it kind of a pain, like, was just generally an asshole, I think I might be a little bit more forgiving because, like, I can imagine that that movie was just, like, a cesspool of, like, stress all around. But if it's, like, you know, back down to stuff that, like, he started and he made and, like, making especially, like, women in particular feel uncomfortable on the set, like, yeah, that, and that's, that escalates it a lot for me. Yeah, and that's what's <laughs> been coming out in the last month is a lot of allegations along those lines particularly going back to Buffy and there are a lot of people who've worked closely with him that have either not spoken out or declined to speak out including Oof. Sarah Michelle Gellar um, but I, it's something we're going to have to sort of keep our eyes on and to be aware of. I thought she did say something. She said that she supports everybody who has a story to tell but she will not be making any comments. And it's like you know for so long Joss Whedon was like heralded as this feminist writer who writes wrong empowered women and uh you know the under and the realization that you know maybe we should you know treat the women working on these things just as well as the fictional women in our stories might be a you know good thing also so is it sophia crawford you're thinking of i think it may be when she was 16 years old there was no basically uh, the statement that i recall was um just think about the fact that there was a rule that he wasn't allowed in a room alone with me like that tells you everything Mm. you need to know yeah and it's just like it leaves a lot to the imagination in a lot of very bad ways sadly because we are so dense i'm gonna push push on forward to some adjacent stuff uh is is anyone else talking about the snyder cut here no oh yeah no (laughs) not yeah i didn't see it in any of your lists uh (laughs) snyder cut got confirmed as having a uh, that'll be coming out this month it is going to have a four hour and two minute runtime reasonable uh it features jared leto (laughs) as the joker reasonable uh saying meme lines i did he says the line we live in a society blah 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 i didn't know that was a that was a meme about the joker mm-hmm. yeah. i had no idea oh yeah always has been that was <laughs> always has been <laughs> can you speak in like regular you english you son of a darmok and jalad at tanagra over here so freaking... i mean that episode was about memes that's that's that's, that's exactly why i said it so 
freaking yeah. So that's gonna be a thing. That's wait, wait, coming wait, here out we this go. month. Okay, just real quick. Uh, yes. Yeah. Tra- Trachtenberg. That's that's her name. Trachtenberg. Michelle Trachtenberg. Michelle Trachtenberg. There we go. That's the woman I was thinking of. All right. Uh, she played Don's go. or she played Buffy's younger yeah. sister. Checks out. So I, I never Age watched more 14, than an episode of Buffy. By the way. So yeah. bad. It's even bad worse. Feel. So yeah, okay, back, back to where we were. So Justice League, the Snyder Cut, is going to be out um, this month. I don't think it's going to make the movie more enjoyable, but it will make it more <laughs> well, like Zack Snyder. I think it more enjoyable for the wrong reasons. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, uh, just a quick reaction roundtable here. The trailer came out for it. I just could not remember the movie well enough to spot the differences. How did you guys oh, feel about were, the Justice League trailer? I mean, it, the, the trailer, looked, I think, oh. probably... The trailer probably made it look like there are more differences than there... Like, it was the the trailer yeah. was all differences. It was purposely meant tell. to highlight yeah. the differences. Yeah, I couldn't even yeah. tell. I have such a foggy memory of that movie, yeah, but... It, it looks ugly as sin. It does. It was unattractive yeah. to look at. It falls into the, like, the, the gritty brown dirt and black trap. Just, like, a lot of shadows and dirt. I don't think it looks uglier, though. <laughs> Yes, fair. What's his name's armor? It's like Steppenwolf. So, Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. It's like so overdesigned <laughs> and like yep. painful to the eye. That. Like, like I, I mean, listen, listen. It's it's like got all these bajillion points, and it's like I'm yeah. getting poked in the eye by those points. It's yeah. Listen, so, I'm sure we'll have some I more to say on this after the movie <laughs> releases. Uh, I am yeah, gonna okay, keep pushing okay, ahead right. though, because it comes out this month. I'm sure we, we will have our thoughts next month with. Out of doubt. All yeah. I'm gonna say is all of the incels are gonna be insufferable with all of this new Joker content. <laughs> yeah, to pull yeah. that's very fair. So a couple, uh, a couple Disney things to sort of pivot a little bit. First things first, Marvel has regained the rights to Punisher and Jessica Jones for a live action. I guess it's been two years since that was canceled at Netflix. So who knows? Maybe we'll so, see them. Uh, okay, but like the thing I need to know is when will they get the rights to Luke Cage back? Because that ended on. Yeah, that's uh, what I was wondering. They that might already. Then they might already if that's the if, if that was uh because that was canceled beforehand so i, I think that yeah, would, i was gonna say i think that with jessica jones and punisher that gives them everything except iron fist maybe we'll have to i'll have to double check some of the details uh I also disney we fist. have we have a name uh iron fist season two is pretty good season one was horrible and for uh for other disney news which is actually also sony news spider-man 3 finally got its title um we got a fun little set of red herrings the day before as the cast members uh, posted on Instagram titles such as Spider-Man Home Slice and Spider-Man Phone Home. <laughs> some some very quality jokes there before doing another because and Spider-Man worked from ho- or work from home. That, That's very good. I love that one. Um, Spider-Man Home Alone. Yeah. So the um, uh, because recasting Tom- Spider-Man as Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to de-age him. Not even as Kevin McAllister, as Macaulay Culkin playing Kevin McAllister. It's going to be very good. It's a movie and a movie. Be very meant, good. No, I meant as Spider-Man. I know. <laughs> we're, we're, oh, 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 oh. That's where Pat draws the line. We're going to let him laugh that off a little bit. Um, it was a fun little reveal, talking about how Tom Holland spoils everything. It's the same way they revealed the name for Far From Home. But the name of Spider-Man 3 is going to be No Way Home. And I think Tom Holland has also said that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield will not be in the movie. Uh, we'll see. Lying, we'll though. fucking see yeah. what happens, I guess. <laughs> But I'm excited. That'll be just in theaters uh, around Christmas. So better hope theaters are safe by then. We'll see. Um, uh, by the way, I would like hap- to point out that I think. By the way, you know, ha- happy one year anniversary of the two week lockdown. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'll be that'll be this <laughs> um, month. We'll have been in quarantine for two weeks. Happy yep. is two weeks. So I would like to point out that I think a funnier oh. <laughs> way for that to go would have been if you had Spider Man playing Kevin McAllister like in Home Alone, not the other <laughs> way around. Him just doing the Tom- the face of like Wait, you the, mean the hands like- on his mouth. Like, ah! Yeah, and like making all these booby traps. Yeah. No, I'm saying physically Spider-Man. Physically <laughs> okay, Spider-Man. Yes. Okay. So Tom Holland as Spider-Man as Kevin McAllister is what right. you're saying. Instead of okay. instead of Macaulay Culkin as Spider-Man. I can't wait sure, to see sure, Pat sure. like giving pitches to movie execs in a room. It's like, no, 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 wait. It's no, it's <laughs> this guy playing this character. Can I have the money for the movie now? No, no, no. It's Mac- <laughs> it's Macaulay Culkin playing Tom Holland, playing Spider-Man, playing Kevin McAllister. 
Perfect. So, uh, last big thing with Disney that I wanted to mention is Gina Carano. Another good vibe story here. Uh, Why the you have to say it like that because Sigh. it's a it's sing song, and I got to keep the momentum up. I'm not speaking like I'm in the '50s, so I got to find something to work. So Gina Carano <laughs> I played. Preferred you speaking in the, the 50s. Gina Carano played Cara Dune in Star Wars: The Mandalorian, uh, and she's a Nazi. No, so she uh, she. <laughs> So she posted some, uh, what was it? Uh, I know some, was it anti-Semitic and transphobic? Were those the things? I don't even remember the details. I'm not yes. a Star Wars guy. Uh, the, what, yeah, there the was also some posted... anti-mask stuff and like comparing. Yeah, yeah, she was essentially saying that like and also back in, in the day. And also in the riot or the uh, Capitol Hill riot Capitol. that happened Ooh, on right. January. She was saying back in the day that Republicans would have been like, they, she was comparing Republicans being censored nowadays to people being imprisoned in concentration camps, essentially. Oh, uh, I mm-hmm. did see that particular thing. Yeah, she was retweeting because there was a story like a big op-ed somewhere that was trying to make that case that everyone roundly rejected and she was like, oh no, this is pretty good. And, and good. Disney was like, we already have too many ties to the Republican Party and very far-right individuals. And, and so maybe let's just try to get this one visible one out of the way and keep all the other stuff in the <laughs> background. Oh, to sum it up, Gina Carano did all the bullshit. That, yeah. That's all you need to know. She and she was let go. And a lot of people were like, hey, don't fire her from Star Wars because she said dumb tweets. But that's kind of just. Yeah, it was like, like, I've seen a lot of uh, I've seen a lot of like, oh, she's being persecuted for her conservative views. And I'm like, dog, if where you draw the line on what conservative views means, means like not being not supporting people being safe during a during a uh, worldwide pandemic and also like fucking trivializing one of the greatest human atrocities it's like well if that's literally like a republican standpoint we don't fucking get too far into it but like Like, they didn't fire her over her beliefs about taxes they fired her because but what if they did people should die if she really wanted to keep her job she should have just pointed at walt disney's anti-semitism and said it was fine when he did it yeah you just gotta put she's just gotta post a clip of from family guy where peter says like the point of this clip is to say that mickey mouse hates jews like that's all you gotta that's that's all you gotta do it's <laughs> where he comes out of cryo freezes like are the jews gone uh, no sir put me back yeah i'm sure that would have gotten disney to keep her job pretty striking to look at that dichotomy that said it is sort of refreshing to see action being taken against uh people who do these sort of things and sort of not trying to provide them mm-hmm. a platform um it's but a lot of people were it's still like, very very upset by it so i i don't know man and it's like and it's like all the same people that you know were yeah. upset by the existence of a buff woman character to begin with yeah and now suddenly that now she's flipped the too. script it's just like wow but she brought feminism to star wars something i've personally always wanted <laughs> it's just like no you fucking no it's it. yeah up. it's been a particular thing as they have multiple one-star reviews of the new trilogy specifically because of Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a couple last quick things for me to zip through before we uh, wrap this up. And I'm sorry if any of the details on these stories are scants. We are we are plowing through as best we can. Uh, and I have been very tired. So <laughs> we're going <laughs> to wrap up my section here with one big thing and then a couple small things. Anthem was a video game and it's not going to be anymore. Cha-cha. So Anthem, (laughs) two years ago, was released as this big, like, destiny killer sort of game from EA, where it's by the people that made Mass Effect and Dragon Age. You're in a robot suit. There's magic aliens and you can, or alien creatures, and you can fly around and shoot stuff, and it looks super fun. And then the game came out, and they played it for an hour, and they were like, this is super fun. There's nothing to do. And then the studio kept saying, (laughs) we'll give you stuff to do. And then they kept not giving that to the point where they said we're gonna redo the (laughs) entire game and after over a year of silence they just came out and said we're not gonna redo the game so yeah there's been like a whole fucking sub team at bioware working on revamping the loot systems of anthem and the end game loop to try to make it an engaging loot shooter a game that you can play repeatedly like destiny uh i had a lot of destiny stuff i was going to get into but i'll have to save that for another time but anthem's big revamp got canceled entirely and it is going to exist as it does ad infinitum so uh goodbye anthem i had hoped to actually play you someday but um guess yeah. guess not uh last thing i want to get into is uh the upcoming paramount plus update which should oh, be yeah. i think 
um, will have launched yesterday as of this airing. Paramount Plus is the rebranding of CBS All Access, and they're doing a lot of big promo pushes for everything that's going to be on it. You're going to have the new SpongeBob movie and SpongeBob spinoff show. You're going to have all the Star <sighs> Trek shows. You're going to have like all of CBS's stuff, like some 30,000 episodes of TV and like 2,000 movies. Like it's bananas how much Paramount and CBS so, are dumping wait. into this. So it's going to have CBS, I, Paramount, Nickelodeon, MTV, Comedy Central, a bunch of that shit. So if I have CBS All Access, it just will be, I already have Paramount Plus? Yes, you will. It it yes. will just okay, roll right cool. over. Same prices and everything. Um, as far as notable... It will just no longer be called CBS All Access. Yeah, as far as notable y- yeah, programming on it, the we've got the, the Star Trek shows, the currently airing Star Trek Picard, Lower Decks, and Discovery, all of which I think are good. And then upcoming Strange New Worlds, which will be uh, following Captain Pike and Spock. I'm excited for that. Oh, hell yeah. And Star Trek Prodigy, which is going to be a kid's show that Jeff astutely pointed out when they released artwork. It kind of looks like a sequel to Monsters vs. Aliens. Big DreamWorks <laughs> energy. I forgot about that. On this one. <sighs> it's dead on. Uh, but uh, some other big yeah. news is that other now is CBS... That canon? Do we know? <laughs> we'll find out when Prodigy releases. It's going to be on Nickelodeon, but on Paramount Plus for kids to watch. It is a children's show. Um, sure. S- the other big things, the Frasier reboot is finally confirmed and is going to be on Paramount oh. Plus. Kelsey Grammer has been shopping this around for a while, so we're getting more Frasier. Pretty excited to see what that's like. And the last thing I'm going to end on, these are actual good vibes. Because Showtime and CBS are the same company, uh, what was once a Showtime exclusive is now going to be a Paramount Plus exclusive. Halo is going to be on the same network as Star Trek and my life is complete. <laughs> I'm ecstatic. This is the Colin network. Sure is. It is all I'm going to need. Uh, at some point in the future, I'll talk about what's going on with Destiny because it's wild. But man, that is my time. I'm going to kick it over to Jeff. What have you got, Jeff? All right. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna kind of speed round through uh, a few headlines here and say maybe a sentence or two and then get into some actual, some meteor stories. Not meteor. They're not about meteors. They're, oh, God, it's going to hit any second. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, uh, with, so with how things first, have been going, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. So first is uh, there's been a couple, this is something I'm excited for personally, a couple Masters of the Universe uh, shows announced for Netflix. So he-man if you're not uh in the know uh specifically two of them i think one of them was announced a little bit earlier but we got some more news on it there is a a uh a kevin smith run one called uh masters of the universe revelation um and that will be in a very similar sort of universe to the original cartoon from what i understand and then a new one which is a more more of a reboot and reimagining that is targeted more towards kids called he-man and the masters of the universe you know I mean, sure. That's what the fucking all called basically. Yeah. But that one, that one has new designs and stuff. I don't think they look super fantastic, but you know, there's been shows before that I don't think look great that I end up liking. So, so uh, that's just that's exciting for me. All, just is this I, all I part like, of the like spinning off of the Shira show that launched there a few years ago? See, I was looking through that and I couldn't find anything. I think neither one is. As okay. I understand it, um, if anything, Revelation would be the one that was uh, this. The the new kids one is like CG and like they have like absurd cartoony proportion. Mm. Like it wouldn't be in the same universe as that She-Ra show. Um, and I haven't seen any. Like I was kind of bummed out for that too because I was looking to see if they were in the same universe as She-Ra because I I want yeah, a I'll, human I'll, show yeah. in the same I, I universe wanted, as that. I She-Ra. wanted that to be in the same universe because like that was yeah. a good show. I, I liked it and it's like. Also, there was just, like, a ton of unanswered questions in that show about, like, where was Adora from? And, like, I know where she's from, but and, and also, they never like, really gave us that answer. By the power of Grayskull, and it's like, yeah, that's, right? not like <laughs> that's not a thing. I was, so it's like, what's Grayskull, man? But that's the thing, is, like, it always was a thing, it's just they never got to it. I, yeah, so yeah, I don't, I don't think knows? either of them are, uh, if anything, Revelation would be, but that, that's enough about that. I'm excited for it. Um this is a fucking real one 
quick one-liner. Uh, goddamn Post Malone did a virtual concert with Pokemon I last saw, weekend. I saw some <laughs> fucking news about this. You need to tell me what's happening. It's... I don't know what's happening. That's all. <laughs> There's nothing to tell. That's the entire that's, story. That's the like, whole thing. <laughs> I, I, I just don't get it. It's like, why Post Malone? They uh, started yeah, doing it in Fortnite a while ago, like with Marshmallow and Travis Scott yeah. and shit. So like... Yeah, but only I think, a natural yeah, it's, it's progression. just a, it's, it's just, just a fucking just cross-platform music just, show. It's, it's just, just bizarre surreal. to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, like, I guess you, you know that uh, a bump of chicken music video, the uh, mm-hmm. the acacia, uh, you know the one with all like the cool with that cool anime music video uh nope. so so like if you look at the lyrics to that song it doesn't have much to do with pokemon same goes for whatever post malone was singing but yeah yeah but, it's a vibe it's a vibe uh but anyway continuing on uh with pokemon news we finally got announcements of uh diamond and pearl remakes uh along the, with a the couple memes other things are over now it's real yeah so <laughs> The, the long-awaited remakes of the Diamond and Pearl games, which people have been wanting for a long time. Personally, I don't think it looks very good. <laughs> I'll say it. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. another thing we could get into in length at a different time. I could hear that picture of a goat making a really smug face with a hmm, hmm, hmm picture like yeah. when you said that yeah i mean it, it's you know if we had more time to to kind of go through it we, we we would but uh maybe we'll do a separate sort of discussion about that at some point uh in addition we got the announcement of a new game called uh pokemon legends arceus which uh it, it seems which to be looks, pretty open world yeah like which looks um but we don't have a ton of details um and then we yeah. Sorry, it, it looks like they're like going for like a Breath of the Wild thing for Pokemon Legends, yeah. Arceus, and it's like, yeah. I hope it's like a substantial game and not just like let's fucking run around and explore pretty pretty times. You know what I mean? Like, I hope there's like a plot and stuff. But um, and then uh, we didn't get we had an announcement of the new Pokemon Snap a while ago, but we did see footage of it in that same uh, Pokemon Nintendo Direct that they did to kind of show us all the new stuff. So that 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 looked good. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, other sort of uh, shows news. Now turning to my fucking my child Transformers. <laughs> uh, we are getting. Uh, we we I already we already knew that we were getting a Bot Bots show and Bot Bots, uh, which I wouldn't expect fucking any of you to know what that goddamn means. Uh, they're just like these little tiny like one or two inch collectible things transformers that turn into like everyday objects and they're like chibi and cute and stuff um and they're you know they're like blind pack sort of toy style things where you 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 know you get a bunch of them and you probably get a bunch of repeats because they're you know that 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 sort of thing but anyway they're getting their own show it's going to be a comedy based show and that is going to be on netflix uh we did have announcements of we had like sort of rumors about that earlier but we got actually an official announce announcement from hasbro from their sort of like uh i forget what it's called like you know stock market announcement stuff like business dealing so we didn't we're not seeing any trailers or anything like that but basically just like announcements of things that are ordered um, and then in addition to that, there is going to be another new an- animated Transformers show that will be on Nickelodeon. Uh, and as of right now, we've only got that it was ordered by Nickelodeon. It's going to be uh, comedy based, but, you know, I, I don't that's kind of a wide uh, a wide range. So I'm, I'm excited to see what that is, because uh, I've not really been a huge fan of the last few Transformers series that we have gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we it's fucking a good start already is the episodes are fucking 25 minutes long and there's like several there's like 20 of them in the fucking season those aren't exact numbers so that's already a step up from the last show which had fucking 10 minute episodes and the whole series felt like maybe one season of a show but um yeah that's uh how am i doing on time we have been through seven minutes yeah you still got some time cool 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 all right, uh, next big thing, and Chatter might have to help me out on this one a little bit, but we got an announcement of Avatar Studios. Yeah, so the, uh, the, the folks, The folks who made Legend of Korra and Avatar The Last Airbender 
they were fucking working on a live action one for a little while. And then we got reports a little while ago that they were stepping away from that project. And we were like, oh, shit, that's going to be kind of bad. And, you know, we've been getting more stories about that, too. But then they're just like, oh, yeah, we're just going to do our own thing. We've got like an animated movie coming out and (laughs) like another series question mark in the in the world of The Last Airbender. I can't remember the specific. No, no, it's going to it's going to be an animated movie. They're going to make an animated movie. Yeah. Is that the only thing that they had announced so far? I thought they were two things. I think that's the only thing they announced so far. I want a prequel series. I want a sequel series, actually, but they. I think we already got a sequel series. Another sequel series. So what Keep the going. what the Bring announcement to sci-fi said? <laughs> yes, I think what it, what they said was that it will expand the franchise and that they've announced a movie. I believe series were part of the discussion, but there were no series announcements. Gotcha. So yeah, I'm so sure that there's I'm, stuff I'm in development that, that they can't yeah. announce. And my uh, like, I'm I'm like sort of. Uh, cautiously optimistic about it because it's really exciting that the original creators are still attached to it but I'm I'm a little bit worried because it's that sort of thing where it's just like oh Avatar especially you know in like has become so popular even like after the show stopped airing that it's become such a big thing that I think executives would be very aware that people are really into it that I'm worried that they might just like keep running it forever until it yeah. is no longer good or outlives the original creators or yep and yeah i'm a, so we, a little bit worried about we that, also but. had a conversation in an episode a few months ago about legend of Korra, where we mm-hmm. really went in depth there at just talking about how even this amazing show had its second season which was not an amazing show and so it's just I, like i mean i don't think i think the second season of legend of Korra does not is not as good as the other ones. It's, yeah, it's still not, enjoyable. It's I, still I enjoyable. It it's not amazing. It's just not as good. And that's what I'm yeah. saying is it's not amazing. And it's just like, I think that cautious optimism is the right reaction because yeah. like it is not an infallible franchise that I think we, we forget how little of a sample there is for this show, how short yeah. Avatar and Korra are compared to a lot of other shows. And I, I mm-hmm. sincerely hope we can get more things of that caliber, but I guess yeah. we'll kind of see what I am excited about yeah. though, is because it's Nickelodeon, it's probably going to be on Paramount plus. So easy for me. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, while we're yeah, talking so about my... uh, Avatar, I just oh, really yeah, right, want right, right. to quickly uh, uh, talk about uh, there's going to be a new tabletop RPG set in the world of Avatar, both The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra, that's being made by Magpie Games. And uh, there's not much information Pretty on exciting. it now. It says that they will release it in plan to release it in 2021 or no, no, not that, 2021. Uh, it, it says like they somewhere here. Ah, oh, oh, hell. Okay, but like sometime in the, <laughs> in the future, they plan to release it, and it's like, ooh, I I want to play an Avatar: The Last Airbender tabletop RPG. All right, like I don't care what's going on in Dice Populi. We're ass- <laughs> hey, hey, my guy. Oh, we're walking in and just shifting over to my Avatar fan fiction. Okay, we can do both. <laughs> No, no. We can use right. their rules and make our own stories with them. All right. Uh, and then my last big story, Colin, how many minutes can I be allotted to talk about fucking Unicron the Chaos Bringer? Uh, I'll give you three minutes pulling from Pat's time because he's not going to need a lot of time. Okay, starting right now. Woo! All right. My last big fucking story is that we have gotten our final production update for HasLab Unicron. Uh, so if you have not been keeping up with us for a while now because the original announcement was a long time ago, uh, Hasbro uh, did a a fan backed project to make the new uh, what will be now the largest official transforming toy ever made. That's uh, crazy. It is, yep, it is like twenty seven inches tall. Same. It weighs nineteen Holy pounds. Fuck. Yeah, and it uh, it transforms into the iconic Unicron, the the transformer that turns into a giant planet eating planet, sort of like Galactus, but more pointy. Um, <laughs> I was really wondering and, where uh, you were going to go with that. The uh, the big, the big, uh, we got our last update. We've been getting updates for a while. Obviously, shit's been a little weird during the, uh, during the pandemic since this started, like this project started a couple of years ago. But um, we now, for the backers, have an official date that we're going to be getting it or where they, sh- they said that it should end up uh, shipping out in late March. Um, 
But for some of the, I guess some of the, I don't know exactly how this works, but um, some separate online retailers, I guess, like ordered stocks of them and uh, and were selling them like officially, like in, you know, in partnership with Hasbro and shit like that. And some of those have actually already arrived in people's hands. So people have been getting this thing. Um, and uh, the Transformers fan base, never, of course, being satisfied, has uh, a few problems which I will talk about um, <laughs> from what I can tell. Cause like, obviously like people are comparing it to like the hand painted prototype that we saw like several years ago um, because you know, like they're like, well, this is the, the item that we bought. And there's like a couple differences. The main ones that people have been like really complaining about is so in Unicron's planet mode, you know, he's got like this giant, like opening and closing maw of teeth uh, just fucking google unicron and you know what i'm talking about right <laughs> and uh in the original product image there's like sort of an inner structure in there that's like that holds all the teeth and in the original image of the product that is cast in an orange plastic and uh in the actual product it's cast in a gray plastic and you might be listening to that and be like that doesn't sound like a big fucking deal at all and i would absolutely agree with you <laughs> I thought you were going to make um, some big like, case for plastic painting that no, I was unaware of. No, oh, this one, this, this particular, so I'll, I'll, I'll briefly mention the other problem that people have, because I think it's, it's a little bit easier to explain, but, um, and in robot mode, uh, his, his like robot mode teeth, the bottom layer, like his bottom set of teeth is not painted silver and the top layer is that that's that, uh, both of these things I will grant, I think it would have been better in the other situation, but like the anger that people are expressing over this is is so stupid because it's like yep. fucking there's always differences like people are being like this is false advertising and I'm like go grab a figure off your fucking shelf and look at the box art of it. I guarantee you there's differences. That's always how it's been because they fucking you know they make the product they have their sort of you know early on uh layout of color schemes and and stuff like that and they take the product photography and then they do tweaks and stuff like that sometimes like the in the case of the the inside of the maw being gray it's probably just like they found out you know like with the tooling it would make way more sense to put that on a on one of the gray set tools like the sphere the outer sphere than the orange tools like the horns and stuff like that which makes total sense and people are like oh they're skipping skimming out on the paint this this one part that people are irritated about like is a part that holds maybe like 30 moving parts it could not be painted that was never in the the description of this piece being painted that would be absurd it just would it would chip the paint so so i thought i like, was gonna I, get I three minutes of jeff talking about unicron i got three minutes of jeff talking about painting plastic <laughs> Yeah, so like, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's as big a deal as people are making it out to be. It's, like, yeah, I, I like, agree with you. I'm with you 100. You, you've got like this big expensive item, and you do want it to be perfect, sure. But like, it's not like like the. I think it still looks fine. I think it would look better if the inside of the mouth was orange, but not like enough better to be pissed off about it. And in case of the bottom layer of teeth in robot mode, just fucking get a paintbrush. It's not that hard. Like. <laughs> It's not like you're doing some intricate thing. It's just like fucking paint the teeth silver. That's not that big a deal. Anyway, that, that's my whole rant. But uh, yeah, it is, I would say it that, is nice to see the updates that, on it, though. Some big stats. Yeah, no, I would say that next month I would be able to talk about, you know, the final product, having it in hand. But uh, when I ordered it, I did not know where I would be living. So it is shipping to my parents house in New York and I now live in California. So I probably will not actually experience bop, bop. this toy for several months can you call and have them update the shipping or can your parents send it to you uh there was like or can you well, have your first parents of all, it, <laughs> do the review for you <laughs> yeah, first of all it, it weighs like it weighs like 19 pounds yeah. so no i'm not gonna fucking have my parents ship it across the country um there was an option a while ago to have it updated shipping but my apartment here is so small that i don't even know if i want to have it here you literally like, I, couldn't I that fit one, the 27 inch figure in the apartment yeah <laughs> I don't think that, yeah, I think it's going to have to live in New York for a while. So gotcha. I, like, I, I knew that when I ordered it, that cool. I would probably be somewhere else. But yeah, so I'll have to wait for a while. But All right. Thank you, Jeff. That's, uh, that's my stuff. Thank you for your stuff. It's Chowder's turn. What you got? <laughs> Thank you for your stuff. <laughs> Salute. You're welcome for my stuff. <laughs>
okay, okay. So uh, the first thing I want to talk about, and uh, I think it's the most important thing, is that Disney ha- is closing down Blue Sky Studios. Uh, oh, right. Womp. So, yeah, so, like... Uh, Disney like acquired Blue Sky Studios when they like purchased Fox and uh, Blue Sky did Ice Age question mark yeah Blue Sky did Ice Age they did the Peanuts movie they were working on Nimona which like was almost done it was less than a year away and now woof yeah and it's like this is bad for so many reasons one blue sky studios was like one of the few east coast major animation studios so now there's like if you want it like people who work there can't or people who work on the east side now have to be like oh guess i'll have to move all the way to one of the most expensive cities in the country uh, Oof. yeah that's rough uh, on the other end of the on the other end of the nation yeah and uh two a lot of people are getting laid off like a fuck ton of them and like there was very little warning for them, so like uh let's see, four hundred and fifty, probably more, uh losing their jobs. Jeez. Like they're saying, Oh, oh we're God. helping them transition, but it's like they're not guaranteed jobs <laughs> no, somewhere you're not. else. Shut up. So yeah. So like they're they're just on shit creek. Uh and like uh again, Nimona has been cancelled and it's like it was less than a year away. Uh it was uh it was being worked on uh, by, uh, and like Nimona is like this adaptation of a comic made by uh shoot. She she's the same person who made Shira and the Princesses of Power. Uh oh shit. Yeah. Well, let me look it up. You go on. I'll uh, look that up. Yeah, thank you. Uh yeah, it was it was like the same person who made Shira and the Princess of Power uh, wrote the comic and was also involved in the creation of this movie. And it's like, and it's like, we've known about it for years and it's like, we were so close. And then it just dies right less than a year before it was going to be finished. And uh, it's no, like, would that be Noelle Stevenson? Noelle Stevenson. That is it. That is her. Yes. Uh, so, and it's like, uh, and, and uh, yeah, no, it's just so frustrating. And like, you know, the reason why Disney is doing this is that, oh, we don't want to compete with ourselves. Uh, we don't want, and it's just. Yeah. Or like literally anyone else. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not even the reason they give. The reason they give is uh, their last movie, Spy in Disguise, didn't do so well. One, you didn't advertise it. Two, we were in the middle of a pandemic. Three, it didn't get a... You didn't, like, put it out digitally. You put it out in theaters in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, Like, it clearly stinks of, like, Disney, uh, like... uh, Like, making up excuses. Sabotaging the sabotaging them just so that like uh they have an excuse to like uh get rid of them and it's like it's like it's not even it's not an unsuccessful studio it's a very successful studio and it's gone now like a lot of really talented people uh are gone now and it's and a lot of uh, stuff will never see the light of day and like yeah that blows yeah yeah no it's also just like fucking you know the starting to you know obviously we've seen it before but seeing more of the tangible results of disney's just like general monopolization of everything it's just like buy stuff and then kill it buy stuff and then kill it yeah exactly (laughs) just like woof just so only Disney properties exist later. Yep, pretty much. Pretty gross. Uh, next thing. I yeah, I wasn't talk- even thinking about the fact that like you know all those people who who have like animation jobs on the East Coast like have very few options. Like that sucks ass. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, let's see. Uh, in brighter animation news, uh, Redwall has Netflix has announced that they're making an animated Redwall series and it's being made by Kale or Patrick McHale. Sorry. Uh, it's being made by Matt Patrick McHale, same person who made over the garden wall and like hell fucking yes. I love over the garden wall. He feels like a great fit for Redwall. The animated series that was on PB- PBS uh, so long ago. It, it's not like terrible, but it's like not that not good, good either. It I doesn't would, hold up. Yeah. Does, yeah. I, I, I would like to see it done with like a real uh, like done with like a budget. Some Right. Like someone who's not trying to just like make a cutesy thing for kids and is trying to make a thing for kids that is also written like an actual story. Yeah. And yeah, like, you know, fun exciting. fact, we did an episode on like adaptations a long time ago and like i was actually talking about that uh old pbs show but yeah oh yeah yeah but that that. was ages ago uh next thing i want to talk about uh nintendo had a nintendo direct and it 
uh, and we uh, had very little warning on that. But, <laughs> but, uh, let's see. And, like, ultimately, there wasn't a whole lot announced, but uh, some notable announcements are Splatoon 3. That's actually a big one. Splatoon has been, like, a real big hit with Nintendo. Uh, a very much an underdog uh, kind of new hotness kind of <sighs> success. So, you know, seeing Splatoon 3, seeing the new uh, new vibe it's going for, uh, pretty neat. Uh, it'll be interesting That's to see exciting, what com- yeah. comes of that. Uh, then we have uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword being remastered for the Switch. Uh, Skyward Sword was originally released Ooh. on the Wii, and it's like, uh, wh- you know, a- anything where it's like, oh, a game's being preserved is a good thing. Plus, it'll be nice to not have to use those motion controls to play the game. And also, <laughs> yeah. also the, the beautiful art style is going to be really nice in HD, so sweet. But, like, the annoying bit is, like, uh, you know, before they announced uh, Skyward Sword, you know, they presented it with, like, Eiji Anuma, the director for Legend of Zelda, uh, co- coming on. And, like, he's like, so, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild 2. We don't have news for that yet. We will have news <laughs> for it later. But for now, let's talk uh, about Skyward Sword Remastered. And it's like, you cock teeth. You cock teeth. That's kind of nice that he at least acknowledged that he, shit, he, though, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. It's just, mm. I, But then again, really there funny. probably wasn't really a better way to do that. Uh, yeah. And the last one is something that really interests me is Project Triangle Strategy. And that is a, a game in progress being made by Square Enix. It's being made by the same folks who made uh, Octopath Traveler and Bravely Default. And it's uh, and it's basically not the greatest at names, are they? No, no, they are not. <laughs> <laughs> like like o- Octopath Traveler was like you That's know okay. uh, in- initially known as Project Octopath Traveler, and then they were like, yeah, we'll stick with that. And then Bravely Default was also known as Project Bravely Default, and mm. that became That's Bravely not, Default. So, not as good. Yeah. So. What is this new one? Triangle strategy? Triangle strategy, yep. That is uh, the dumbest shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, what isn't the dumbest shit is that, like, uh, th- this, like, little piece of uh, Square Enix has been, like... So, like, the thing about Square Enix is, like, they've been... Uh, uh, they've been like, oh, you don't, you don't want that thing that we are popular for making. No, you want... <laughs> this other crap like they stopped making or like i respect J- that honestly yeah <laughs> like J- like jrpgs uh uh final fantasy like old school final fantasy stuff uh and like tactics games tactics games are like uh strategy games with like rpg elements that are turn-based mm-hmm. uh like they don't really make their bread and butter stuff like final fantasy tactics advanced tactics ogre uh or like uh you know mainline final fantasy games pre 13 pre-11 pre-11 whatever yeah (laughs) and it's like uh this one like little section of square enix is like keeping it alive you know like uh uh, bravely default was like bravely default and uh uh octopath traveler were like amazing like homages to like old school final fantasy but with a fresh like new vibe too like they have new mechanics but like also like the they keep what's great about the old stuff while improving and doing better and like they're doing to triangle strategy what they're doing or they're doing that with triangle strategy because like uh, final fantasy tactics advance is a game people love final fantasy mm-hmm. tactics and final fantasy tactics advance it's weird they what square enix has weird naming conventions uh they're they're, <laughs> they're, they're like games that people love but square is like no you don't actually want that no and it um and like triangle strategy is like yes a return to form more tactics yes i love that that's exciting fair enough all right well chowder for the sake of time i'm gonna call it there and say it is time to wait, give wait, some wait. attention to can our... we at least just fucking read the headline of the stadia thing just so it's on record as oh being yeah acknowledged, even if we don't have time to talk about yeah, it yeah do you have that headline pulled up chowder i have the headline pulled up google stadia shuts down internal studios changing business focus uh yeah i i would also like to just lightning round two more things i uh, uh, we're, i, I we're, swear we're, i swear sentences, chowder, literally sentences. sentences okay you got 30 seconds go okay uh hbo max announced a new aquaman animated show called aquaman king of atlantis it looks rad and then we have uh uh Six Days in Fallujah claiming that they're not being here to make a political commentary, even though it's about a real life uh, war war zone that happened where America killed a bunch of people. 
like it usually does. Fair and enough. So all right. You know, so it that is that is the thirty seconds. Uh, the Fallujah okay. one was actually a very funny fucking thing to read. I'll give you that much. Um, Pat, what you what you got? What you bringing to the table? What's up? Okay, so real quick, the the fact that uh, this next story is so huge needs to be predicated on a couple things. So, disc golf as a whole is something that is near and dear to my heart. It is a sport in which you throw frisbees at a basket, uh, similar to normal golf where you hit a ball with a club into a hole. Uh, Checks out. All right, I'm following. Don't really know about the sport or whatever, and it's it's fairly well. Uh, established across the country now and actually across the world so recently one of the professional disc golfers who is probably the best disc golfer in the world has won the world championship five times and he's got numerous other accolades signed a new contract uh i will say that it is for 10 years which is unheard of in the world of disc golf like the longest i'd ever heard of before this was three years i want you guys to guess how much the contract was total for 10 years of work frame of reference yeah i don't 10 years i know i understand that i want to know you guys who have zero idea what disc golf like is from a professional standpoint. basketball players i want to know how much you think basketball football players can make like a couple million a year right way more than a couple million a year okay so disc golf being nowhere near that i'd say this guy's probably at a couple hundred thousand a year i don't know three million for 10 years 3 million over 10 years yeah 3 4 million he signed a contract i was going to say i'm going to go to 10 10 million 10 million total over 10 years uh uh no i what's the question <laughs> I want to know. This is taking longer than I thought. Okay, then, then I'm just gonna million, say that 100 million, 10 million in one uh, year. Okay, give me a number, You're Pat. Kidding. I need to know. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Collins, uh, three million over ten years as as the reference point for somebody who doesn't know anything. Jeff, you were correct. It was ten million. So he's making a million dollars a year for God. ten years for playing oh, I was, wait, disc I was right golf. when it's I didn't know what I was of. talking about. <laughs> I just wanted you to clarify, and then you got all weird about it. That's all I was asking. You did get weird about it. You did. You definitely got weird about it. <laughs> But this Can't is like confirm. absolutely unheard of. Like before this guy came around, yeah, Jeff had never heard of it. Anywhere close, anywhere close to a hundred thousand dollars a year. Like they were selling discs, selling merch, living out of vans, trying to just like go from tournament to tournament to keep playing. And now this guy comes in and gets ten million dollars to play disc golf for ten years. It's absolutely yeah, insane. It's pretty wild. Yeah, um, it's a big jump for the so sport. Yeah, it, what are the, what are the yeah. implications of that? So now disc golf contracts have never really been public too. So this helps elevate the floor in my mind for other professional disc golfers to go negotiate with. Uh, obviously, nobody's going to get like this kind of money again because he is literally the best one so you have to usurp him essentially but mm. i could see this raising the floor for uh other disc golfers out there so that they can actually like live comfortably and play disc now, golf uh now do you think that this whole thing is a uh is a calculated investment political or a calculated investment publicity stunt by big disc golf to get disc golf in the news i don't think so i think this is specifically a calculated move like by that. this disc golf manufacturer because uh-huh. they have always played second fiddle to this other company so innova uh-huh. champion discs has always been like the big daddy everybody throws innova everybody wants to sign with innova and discraft which is the company who signed him to this deal is like always been just close to innova but never quite as as good so i think they're just making a move they've signed a whole bunch of new like good top uh is players this gonna like, be, they, they signed the best is this gonna be like what? quibby where they're like look at all these famous people we got and then they're like no actually it didn't work <laughs> i mean it could like it this could totally blow up in their okay. face if they don't Tom, get the, now the Tom sales Cruise is playing disco yeah. <laughs> like i will i will preface it this way also discs at a maximum, if you buy them like from MSRP sites, go for like twenty four dollars. Oh, so for some company to be able to pay this guy ten million dollars, like they need to sell a shit ton of discs. Which, admittedly, all of this specific player's discs sell out immediately. So like they're they're doing their job. Fair. But, uh, they want to make a move and like become the biggest company in disc golf, and therefore they need to design the best players. So they're Wild. making, making really waves. It. 
Yeah. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about was this Sony state of play that they just uh, came out mm. with. So uh, they are obviously bringing the Final Fantasy VII remake to the PS5, but they also announced that there's going to be a new story episode that players can purchase, which is pretty nutty. Yeah. Like that game is extremely old at this point. Final Fantasy VII remake? Yeah. Well, no, the Final Fantasy VII in general. Oh, we did a whole fucking episode talking about oh. how that's not the right. same game. <laughs> That's what? How is it not the same? It's it, we, you listen, listen to the episode, Pat. Yeah. To the episode. I don't want it. It's yeah, it's it's very different. Comic geek and also, I, I think uh, what you're thinking month. of is that they're basically uh, remaking Final Fantasy VII, and I mean like actually remaking Final Fantasy VII, not doing like new things. So like retelling the original story. Uh, in a mobile game that I assume is going to get ported over to other stuff once, like, all Weird. the episodes are out. Uh, Damn, man. And, and Why do they call it like... Final Fantasy VII Remake if it's not actually a remake? It's it's, it's complicated. This Pat, is dumb Pat, as fuck. Listen, I'm, Pat, moving Pat, <laughs> I'm moving on. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Hold on. Kena Bridge of Spirits will be released on PS4 you, and PS5 on August 24th. About Final Fantasy VII, and I find that all I'm saying. Uh, well, I'm not reporting anything inaccurately. All I said was the game was old. You can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you want to know more about Final... Is, hold on, Chowder, I need you to stop. For... Pat, uh, Chowder, uh, hold on putting the kibosh on this if you want to know more about chowder's many thoughts and feelings on final fantasy 7 remake scroll back one episode in our just, yeah, the dlc Pat, is for got? final if fantasy 7 remake it follows the character yuffie who was a, a optional character in the in the original final fantasy game all right back to pat <laughs> all, is, all okay. i'm saying is we've already established yes! shut up square no! square enix sucks ass at naming things all right okay so that is that is pretty germane <laughs> that's a good point we did just cover that all right patty cakes what else you got kina bridge of spirits will be released on ps4 and ps5 on august 24th looks pretty sick go check out the trailer uh returnal deep dive shows more of house mark's upcoming ps5 game this is a very strange uh game where you go to the moon and you're alone and there's a lot of creepy stuff going on don't really understand what the point is but we'll see what happens there later uh there's a date announced for Oddworld Soulstorms coming out on april 6th through ps5 and ps4 uh the crash bandicoot 4 it's about time ps5 version was shown um that's coming on March 12th, and uh, they have a new like multiplayer dodgeball game, which looks kind of interesting. I'm not entirely sure what the deal is well, with like that. Some fucking Wii Sports shit? Yeah, so it, uh, it's like wait. it's called knockout city oh wait i know what you're talking about they announced <laughs> and it's they announced it on they the announced nintendo it in direct nintendo well. direct yeah, yeah. It had a... but it's also getting released on ps5 and there's going to be backwards or ps4 with backwards compatibility for ps5 interesting it had such a knockout stupid trailer because it's like city. all these like characters from like different uh genres in their own like yeah. personal art style and then they show this weird Fortnite knockoff looking thing that looks nothing does like, look like Fortnite. Yeah, that looks nothing like the uh, huh. like the impression you got was like, oh, this is gonna be like some sort of drawn together style thing where like a bunch of different characters from a bunch of different genre like do stuff or whatever. But no, it's nothing like, like that. Like fucking. Like fucking Super Smash, but with dodgeball? No, no, because like Super Smash Brothers, like, you know, all the characters mm. retain their art style and look. You're, right. You were saying you thought it was going to be like that. Yeah, yeah, exa asking. exactly. Gotcha. Okay. But is it uh, actually characters from different things? No. Huh, what's the point? Okay. So there's a new <laughs> uh, Kung Fu game coming out as well, uh, where the premise is every time you die, you respawn slightly older with more skills. Uh hmm. It's Just also like kind of like a weird third person view where you're looking back over your right shoulder, but the camera's much further ex exaggerated to like an angle than normal games. It's it's pretty strange. So uh, that seems a little interesting. There's a new game coming out from the Hyperlight Drifter developer. It's yes. called Heart Machine. Yep. Or yeah. Heart Machine's Solar Ash. Uh, Solar Neat. Ash is the game. It looks pretty cool. And then some new Five Nights at Freddy's stuff. If you're into that, I'm not personally. Oh, but... <laughs> boo that i'm not into it or boo no. that <laughs> boo five nights at freddy's in general <laughs> okay yeah uh they gave us a new trailer for death loop which i highly recommend you go watch it looks super good mm. um it's coming out for ps5 and pc so kind of a limited market there i'm surprised that they didn't come out with a ps4 version but yeah, it was signed as a um, ps5 exclusive and it's by Beth it's being published by bethesda because it's arcane right. which is weird because now microsoft owns bethesda so microsoft right. is, is publishing a playstation exclusive <laughs> 
But it is coming out on PC, so that's nice. true. I love that. And I will definitely be playing that shit because it looks sick as yeah, fuck. Very cool. To be good. All right, everybody. I think that's gonna wrap it up for the for the actual news segment. Now let's have let's take a quick mad dash here through what we just went through and try to sift through the mountain of insanity that is February's news list and figure out what's our top story. What is the most interesting, insightful, impactful story of this month that we brought to the table here? Oh, Who wants to? Who's got a nomination? Uh, off the top of my head. Um, the one that's the the one that I, I might have forgotten about some stuff. But the one that's sticking out in my head right now is Avatar Studios mm. being my top one? Question mark. Uh, I don't remember if that's against the rules. I don't remember which one of us fucking talked about it. I think it was me, but it was you. But it's like, fine. Put I mean, it up I'm there. Gonna vote for something I brought up, and that would be Blue Sky Studios closing down. So. Yeah, that's a big one too. Uh, I was gonna say the Joss Whedon stuff, but yeah, if we're oh. talking, if we're talking impact, if talking <laughs> stuff that's gonna like have a big, a big old impact on a lot of things. I really like the Avatar Studios thing. I, I yeah. really uh, don't like. If I was picking something that I'm the most hyped for, it would be the Avatar Studios. Yeah, thing. for yeah, sure. I'm yeah, for Avatar Studios. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not hyped for Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if we if I if I had to stay away from Joss Whedon, honestly, it might be the Paramount Plus stuff just because it's it's such a big umbrella. Like we talked about HBO yeah, Max, but we talked about HBO Max when it came out. And HBO Max is yeah. continuing to do a bunch of weird shit. And I'm interested in where Paramount Plus is going with the inclusion of, you know, the Avatar Studio and Halo and Frasier 2, Kelsey Boogaloo. I just don't uh I don't know. That's that's like if we're talking stuff that I like, that's where my mind is going. Otherwise, uh, Joss Whedon stuff, I think, is what I'm going to be paying attention to the most. So I'm I'm like looking for personally, I'm looking for it, the sort of sweet spot between like nice headline and uh, and and thing I'm actually excited about. Mm -hmm. And while technically Avatar Studios might be under the umbrella of Paramount Plus, I just the headline of a, a yet another fucking streaming service getting some more shit and changing a name just isn't that exciting to me um so uh, yeah i don't know personally i don't even I, I feel like there's stuff that i'm forgetting about honestly so if we're coming down well, to it, if we if we want to look at look at what we just Redwall's did though exciting. we've got i don't know if it's the story of the month though. um so chatter you're nominating the blue sky story yes um pat puts up the joss whedon and jeff puts up avatar um yeah. of those things i think that if we're talking impact going forward i the, the blue sky thing sucks a lot but it's especially weird because animation is in a boom right now. Animation's mm -hmm. big and doing very well in terms of getting financing because, you know, it's the thing that people can do from home. So Yeah, but the thing is, an already small industry has gotten even smaller with the loss of Blue Sky, you know? And it's yeah. becoming increasingly a monopoly. I mean, I guess it, it, it comes down to me on, like, what we're trying to prioritize this month. Like, is it is it, like, the biggest, most impactful thing or, like, the most exciting thing? Right? I'm going... Like obviously, Me, I'm shooting for most impactful. That's what's influencing my vote. Yeah. Which do, it doesn't have to influence yours. Yours, your no, nomination could be I'm your just own thing. To for um, but yeah, I I'd probably throw my weight behind the Joss Whedon thing because if we're talking scope, it's the thing that I think will be, it is both one of the, gonna be one of the largest because of the man's influence in history, but also it's the most immediate because it's happening now and it's not so much like, here's a thing that's gonna happen later. Um, that's, so that that's where my money's going, is is I wanna hear more about what the fuck happened there and I wanna see some stuff, uh, I wanna see some see stuff some come results. out and see some stuff happen. Yeah, I, I could be, I could be down for, for Joss Whedon. It's, I'm just trying to keep things posy. Yeah, well, I mean, Pat and I are behind that one. You could group up with Chowder and try to stalemate us if you really, if you really want to be a, a chaos agent here. Oh, then it's just, then it's just like, oh, which depressing thing do we want more? Because <laughs> they both you suck. You could, you could play politics and persuade Chowder to your side. I don't know, man. It's uh, fine. I mean, so, so I think, I think the thing to take fire. away from here is that a lot of interesting 
good, amazing, and interesting, bad, terrible stuff happened last month. Yeah. And I think it's really <laughs> worth digging into all of it. If I take away anything from this episode, it's I wish that we had more time to talk about more of it. Destiny went through some huge shit that I really wanted to talk about. We had a whole conversations about that Mortal Kombat trailer. Like, it's, it is, it is a crazy, crazy month of hey, stuff. can I just fucking say, what if the news for February is that there is so much fucking news in February? I'm okay with that. Like, like honestly, I'm, like, I'm, I can only think of, like, the scene from The Professional where, like, the bad guy is like, I want everyone on him. And, uh, his, uh, his, like, lackey was like, who should I call? Everyone! Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, I'm okay with the headline what, being... What, you wanted more? I'm okay with the headline being uh, too much. Too much happened in too February, much. for sure. Too many things. Um, but I think that a short month long episode. Short month long episode. Yeah. <laughs> short month long episode. I don't know why I like that That's so much. That's very good. Gotta be the title. Absolutely. All right, that about wraps it up. I have been Colin, your host, and I have to go make some spaghetti. But you can find me uh, online. At Sonic Colin K on a number of platforms, including at commongeekingprogram.com, where you can see the other shows I do. Man, I, I sort of, I'm Jeff. Hi, Jeff Levitt. I exist places. I sort of, in the back of my mind, I'm a, I'm a little bummed that our, our last chance for a Unicron story was in such a dense month. Because if it was in a in a, in a real dry spell, then I might have finally been able to uh, got uni- get Unicron the headline of our uh, yeah. of our CBP. <laughs> but no dice. Um, yeah, you can find me. I, I mean, I have an Instagram. It's things I wish existed, and there's a dot between each word. I have not posted on that since before the pandemic, I don't think. Wow, or in so. the, like in like a year yeah so it, it's you know because it's an art art stuff pandemic yep. and i haven't been doing a ton of that um i've got a youtube toy review channel which i do put stuff on on regularly that is alchemist prime reviews on youtube uh and if that's your thing go check that out but if not then uh, that's chill and yeah that's 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 my stuff hi i'm timel chaudhry or chatter whichever you prefer you can find me on twitter at Time will chodery. You can also check out the Common Geeking Program Twitter at Geeking Program. I run that. And uh, I want to use my last words to tell Pat that you were inaccurately representing Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> oh <my God>. you, <laughs> you claim that the original Final Fantasy VII was getting a new story, and it's like, no. Final Fantasy Remake is getting the DLC. Chowder. I read exactly Chowder. what the article said and interpreted it incorrectly. We already, you corrected me. Shut we up. We already covered the <laughs> correction. Oh my goodness. Jesus Christ. Is that your name? Is that you signing Maybe off? next time, they should not fucking name it Final Fantasy VII Remake if it's not a goddamn Final Fantasy VII Remake. Fair enough. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Send it to Square. I'm Pat. I'm still Pat. I'll always be Pat. Peace. Okay, so that's it. We'll be we'll be back in a couple weeks, I believe, talking about one thing we did not discuss, which is Wandavision, which is coming to an end yeah, at the day I, that this episode airs. Yeah, it was it was on my fucking list, and I had to cut it for time. Yep. Because so we're gonna be having happens, a few of yeah. us, three or four of us, who have seen the show, come together and take a chat about. WandaVision once it's all done and dig into uh, what that show was. Not going to say anything else. So we'll see you in two weeks. And uh, I'm still going to go make that spaghetti. Bye. Ciao. This episode of the Common Briefing Program is hosted by me, Colin Ketchin, and I've been joined by uh, Jeff Chowder and Pat uh, this episode is sponsored by uh, Thermomandibular Joint Disorders. Uh, the face, my face is full of pain and my ears won't stop ringing. The podcast is created and produced by myself and Jeff Levitt with this episode and its music uh, edited by me. Kind of messed that one up a little bit. That's fine. Going to keep on rolling. We'll be back in two weeks having a hearty conversation about WandaVision, uh, which I will be watching in mere hours. So I'm excited. Uh, So we hope to see you then. And thank you for listening to this. Did you say? Did you say literally anything about spaghetti earlier, or am I just? Yes, fucking, he did. I was. Yes, I guess in, just in his fucking zoning you out. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, but I thought he, he said still. Didn't did he say spaghetti before? Was that a through line? Yes, yes. <laughs> I wasn't. I I apologize. I wasn't listening. <laughs> It's okay. I did see at one point in this ch- uh, Pat's Discord status go from nothing to playing Destiny 2, so we know how that went. 